1: Welcome to episode 99 of Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm with Aaron Guilfoyle, but first, I will stop for a word from our sponsor, HeadCheck Health. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by HeadCheck Health. HeadCheck Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University and Volleyball Canada, who rely on H-A Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit headshakehealth.com for more. Okay, and uh, you are actually leading the NLBA or have left the NLBA, NLBA the of Association, and I talked to Cassandra Stockley, who is the new, direct, new coordinator coordinator of programs and services last week. But this week we do a little sort of exit, exit interview kind of thing with Erin and she'll tell us about, well, I guess, first of all, just uh, your, your, your new job, you can't say much your new job, new job because you haven't started yet, but what is your, your new job now, you're now moving to, to where?
0: Yeah, so I'll be moving on to uh, working with Eastern Health as a child management specialist. Uh, there it's essentially a part of a community health team and just within the government.
1: Cool. All right. Well, so that, that's where Aaron's going, and that's why Cassandra is now the new coordinator. And uh, but Aaron, we'll just guess first what do you we well, guess I guess a, it's a basic question. What do you think? What do you think you've learned? I think you into more, you went to both. both for, and uh, Aaron and Cassandra both been students at More College. And did their brain what's total Brain management, brain disorders and management?
0: Brain disorder management. Yeah.
1: Brain disorder management. And uh but what have you learned for name pertaining to real life brain injury in the in the in the as your your 10 months now? 10 months at the brain association?
0: For a year. I was there for a year.
1: A year, a year, a year at the brain association. So what have, what have you learned? What did you learn? Yeah.
0: Lots certainly too. And I'm so glad Cassandra was able to accept the position because she was uh, my student intern for the summer. So when I found out that I would be leaving, they kind of asked who I would recommend and they asked if she was any good. And I said, of course, So
1: <laughs> recommend nice, her yeah.
0: and talk a bit and kind of go into the position of what I'd been doing. And I saw, I wanted to see if she was interested and she was very much so. So I'm glad she was able to get in there and to continue on with the work that I started up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in the last year, it's been very rewarding, a lot of learning, but also very challenging and being one of the only staff there. Uh, you do have your board to rely on, but it is a lot of work yeah. for yourself. Uh, yeah. especially In COVID times, it was particularly challenging and trying to find ways to engage with people that weren't in person. Mm-hmm. So navigating that as a new graduate and then trying to figure out when you're kind of just thrown into it was a lot of fun, but... Ups and downs throughout all of it.
1: Yeah, no. I see. I met Cassandra. did You you were at the end of June. Went to the local farmer farmers market here in Saint John's, and uh, yes. Cassandra said the booth that another one of your of your volunteers. I guess was that summer volunteer. And, she was
0: uh, a, and a summer job student.
1: Summer job student, yes. But uh Cassandra's there, and I don't know if Cassandra knew them, but uh, yeah. So, so what 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 surprised you about when you you're not from from St. John's, what would surprise you about dealing with clients patients wherever in St. John's perhaps uh, brain injury?
0: Yeah, I think it was um, in St. John's specifically, it was more surprising to see the reach across the province that there was for brain injury survivors. There's people all over and you kind of think that they'll get centralized to St. John's because this is where a lot of the medical, care would be in the most resources, but could,
1: not ironically like, not central.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not. So so did you find any what did you find the most challenging of your in I'm conventionally Combination as you can. What was the most say the most challenging thing you faced? Most yeah, I think it was definitely of, say climb to was the most challenging or not who themselves was the most challenging or who presented challenges that you were having to find the finding answers to?
0: Yeah, um, a lot of it was to be multifaceted. There was a lot of challenges in the sense that we had to do fundraising and that was probably the biggest challenge in getting funding and donors through COVID and having to do that in a virtual space because a lot of times fundraisers, you're in person, you make that human connection, you can explain more to people and kind of get that touch but when you're online and forced to do it that way it's a lot harder to get through and a lot Uh harder to sell tickets and that kind of thing and those were the aspects that would fund our program so luckily we did receive some grants throughout the year and we were able to get some fundraising done but hopefully within the next year or two and especially as Cassandra pushes on it'll become more open and easier and more people will know our name as well so it'll be easier to raise those funds.
1: Yeah, I hope, I hope, as I said, I hope this podcast helps spread the name a bit because uh, I know when I was at the uh, at the farmers market, it's difficult to get we, all the people come to, come to the hunter. to ask us about it and stuff like that. But it was mostly we're doing way we, like information, all the things about it or the contest, the 50 50 draw, and things like that that are the most interest. Uh, and it's hard because you couldn't really. Yeah, a lot of people are like yeah, out don't but they can really. I mean, they can respond back, to the mask on and mask made mask when afraid of the. It's to hear someone in, hear to kind of either talk loudly when they're close or put on your mask, which you can't do indoors. So you have to like, kind of yell if you're in through through mask, and, and get them to really focus on you because makes like you're saying that the fundraising mask and, and people are just not comfortable being indoors and being closed spaces. And,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: So uh so, so what what aspects of say obviously uh treating you were you were able to do would you all do the full range of say I know because you first did your bit of a on the small bit of your onsite so work with more college co-op program in uh you did Hamilton boston or did you did some in Runtuck? You're gonna do with you're gonna do a turn to run New Brunswick, right? By you but that's when COVID happened?
0: Yeah, so the internships I was supposed to do were going to be one was in Hamilton and one was in New Brunswick. Um, but yeah, because of COVID, I wasn't able to do either of them. So I didn't really have the opportunity like Cassandra has had to kind of test it out and see what the workspace is like and that kind of thing. And kind of start with those skills first. I, then- I
1: guess you had a vivid taste of what it's like before the panic, before and hopefully after the panic, what, what, what the interaction would be like. So what did you think, what would you say you missed the pandemic, would you say is the most important thing that you, uh, not you personally, but brain-injury societies and people in close contact? Yeah,
0: I think the fact that like um, with the Brain Injury Association, the ABLE group had to be put on hold and that was a weekly meeting. I know they're trying to restart it now, hopefully soon, but that was a big part of their mandate, their mission and having people connected. Um, and because the pandemic that was put on hold and just never really was able to get started again during the last year. So I feel like that was a missed opportunity in the sense that I wish we'd been able to push through and have that again. But a lot of the time for uh, the people within that group, it was severe brain injuries and many of them weren't really uh-huh. able to do access online and virtual sessions weren't really feasible in that case.
1: And, and then not being face-to-face is the. As much as like, this is very unique for me and also for recording, but, uh, but being face-to-face is... cannot be replicated just by doing these, even though we are technically face-to-face, but we're not really. Like, it's, it's yeah. yeah. It's, it comes to get a sense of how it's different how I know like, my sister works in Toronto and how and her office is not opening up now, or it has kind of, but not really. And Yeah, like a lot of people saying that business is businesses and cities are going to be all different because there's, you know, working from home and do zooming Zoom and stuff like that, but uh, the face-to-face is a totally different, totally different animal than the, uh, over the phone and over the online, so.
0: Yeah, the one thing it did allow, which I have enjoyed, and I guess over the last year was nice to have as an option, was the presentations, though, we were able to get a lot of presentations out to places we might not always have visited or been able to go into. That's that's true. and having those to present was really great. And I'm glad that we were able to do that. And just creating resources over the last year, I feel has stopped a good library there. And I hope that they continue to use them.
1: Nice. Is that also the schools or they just everyone's schools and the companies, organizations, organizations and people?
0: Yeah, they can offer them to anyone, mainly schools for what we were uh present. Uh, presenting to or young children but any workplace that would be interested in accommodations those kind of things those can be presentations that can be made life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs
1: You're grateful enough to not grateful, but I'm grateful enough to you for, for being being part of the podcast. So you you we started in episode 73 was going to introduce you as, as my host and we did a brief little interview about your background and how you can do it. But uh so was there any podcast per se that you thought was the most interesting and most surprising, or was there or just in general? What did you find the best of, most interesting about podcasting?
0: Yeah, out of each of them, kind of pull something unique away from them and learn something new from every new professional that we talk to. I especially enjoyed the Ireland one, just because that's where my yeah. ancestors came from, and it was really interesting to see how their similarities are like all over, and especially internationally. Um, I always enjoyed uh, collaborating with uh, Taya and Emily as well, just yes. where you could see community here, too, and I could connect people here with them and get them more resources in that sense.
1: I've, I've tried to reach out, I've reached out to them, I've tried to reach out to them, but uh they're obviously just starting to school in university now back in. And I don't know what McGill is doing for that, but uh do you I know you guys had the uh, the summer book club. How did that go after?
0: Good, good. Yep. For the most part, there was uh, people that were able to join. We were able to get a couple of the authors in, had to extend it out a bit. So there was only the two books, but it was a nice format and got people actively engaged, which was nice.
1: And what books did you do? this? They time?
0: did the um,
1: Ghost in My Brain, right? My yeah,
0: Ghost to My Brain. And there was another one, but I don't remember the title right now.
1: That's fair enough. I don't remember how was into it there. Yeah. Um yeah, so 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 this uh your new job is gonna be in St. John's still, and you're in your, your new house now, which we discussed on the question kind of chats box, I think. Emily yeah. and Taylor are both interested in that. So uh yeah, so the, it'd be great to have you still in St. John's, still be able to at least if I'm moving on my computer so much that i was hoping to make an, a racket that it made a bunch of noise on unnecessarily, but uh, yes, but um, but uh, you'll be able to at least to show point Cassandra in the right direction. I'll be already, but uh, you know, point to Cassandra's where to go and who to talk to and stuff. And uh, I was hoping I was wanting to see if we get on this 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 podcast, but I guess not. And uh, yeah, so this, this was great having you doing the uh, being part of this, the podcast and and also the brain association Brain injury association for even this these uh, oh, this year and my podcast for 10 months. and uh, yeah so all the best and best of luck for uh, with the child management child management specialist studies now. Thank you yeah. very much Hannah. Thank you. It's been great. Thank you again so much, Aaron, for being part of this podcast and for being part of Newfoundland Labrador Brain Injury Association. And please remember to rate and review and subscribe to Concussion Talk podcast wherever you hear your podcasts, usually you to Amazon Music and to Good Pods, which is an app that you can find on in the App Store. Um, and please, please join me next week for or next week. But the next episode will be episode episode 100. Which is exciting. I uh, will talk to four people, and Lauren Lauren Zires will also help me to to go that episode. And we'll talk to the four people who are with me today. I actually was brain so today I went to Tacoma, August first, two thousand three, on a bike ride in Victoria, BC. So please, uh, please thank you so much for 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 listening, and please stay tuned for that one. Thank you. As always, music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound.com.